Today, Boeing is scheduled to hold an all-employee meeting that is focused on safety at the 737 MAX factory that is in Renton, Washington. And this comes as we're learning many new details about that Alaska Airlines flight on Friday where a blowout left a giant hole in the plane mid-flight. Flight attendants mentioned uh, that the uh, communications was so poor that they felt like they, they really needed guidance and information. We found today that the cockpit door is designed to open during rapid decompression. It is designed to open during rapid decompression. However, no one among the flight crew knew that. The auto pressurization light that illuminated that, I, that we have gotten a lot of questions on at this time we have no indications whatsoever that this correlated in any way to the expulsion of the door plug. That was Jennifer Hominy, the head of the NTSB, and now Alaska Airlines says that initial reports from technicians indicate loose hardware was visible on some of their planes. United Airlines also looking at their MAX planes and found some loose bolts on those 737 MAX 9 door plugs. Pete Montine following all of this. It leaves me speechless that they're looking at all these planes where this hasn't happened, and yet there are loose bolts that indicate that it could have happened there as well. Yeah, and it's a big smoking gun here, Poppy. These major developments overnight about this door plug, which is where this investigation is focusing. That's a door on the Boeing 737 MAX 9, visible from the outside, normal window, wall, and seats on the inside. Alaska Airlines has been prepping its planes to comply with the checks that have been ordered by the FAA. And Alaska now says its mechanics have found hardware that was loose. The other airline that operates these planes, as you mentioned, is United Airlines. And United announced yesterday that it found loose door plug bolts on some of its MAX 9s. This is huge. These two announcements combined are a significant data point for investigators. And the bolts are really critical to the design of the MAX 9 door plug. Four bolts, 12 stops, and without the bolts, the door can essentially wiggle free of the stops. Now, the NTSB has recovered the door in question. They've now inspected it. And they can now, the tell, they can now tell that the door shot off and up like a rocket. But investigators say they are now looking for the bolts that would have held the door in place. Listen. The, the exam to date has shown that the door, in fact, did translate upward. All 12 stops became disengaged, allowing it to blow out of the fuselage. We have not yet recovered the four bolts uh, that restrain it from its vertical movement, and we have not yet determined if they existed there. That will be determined when we take the plug to our lab in Washington, D.C. Remember, MAX 9 still grounded in the U.S. And overnight, Indonesia also grounded its MAX 9s. There are 215 MAX 9s in service globally, two-thirds in the U.S. Obviously a huge hit for Boeing. And today it's holding that company-wide safety meeting hosted from the 737 MAX factory in Renton, Washington. And, and Pete, we've also now heard from a teacher named Bob who found that door <laughs> in his backyard, which is just stunning, but also it's crucial, right, for them to figure out what went wrong and how do you prevent it again. A lot of clues here. Uh, Backyard Bob 
Bob yeah. Sauer teaches physics, uh, really the, the hero of this latest chapter of this investigation, maybe the best physics lesson ever. Um, the biggest discovery, though, along with the phones and other parts that have been found in Portland streets. And he says it's maybe the most exciting thing to ever happen on his street. I saw in the flashlight uh, light that there was something gleaming back there, which shouldn't have been there. Uh, oh, that's curious. So I went back to look at it, and it turned out to be the door. This is the most exciting thing that's ever happened on the street. I spoke to NTSB Chair Jennifer Hamandy about this discovery. She says she wants to go to the school where Bob teaches physics. One interesting physics lesson here, the reason why the, this door was separated from the phones and headsets and other things that got sucked out of the hole on uh, Alaska Airlines Flight 1282 is that mm -hmm. it has some curvature to it. It actually sailed a bit like a wing, which is why it was a few blocks away. Wow. Pete Muntean, thank you for your excellent reporting. And joining us now is Ed Pearson. He was a senior manager at the Boeing 737 factory and warned about problems on the 737 MAX production line before two fatal crashes, one in Indonesia in 2018 the other in Ethiopia in 2019. Those two crashes killing a total of 346 people. Now, Ed shared his story with Congress in 2019. He's now the executive director of the Foundation for Aviation Safety. Ed, we appreciate your time this morning. I guess I would start with, are you surprised based on your experience? And I think to some degree, the assurances promised since the issues that you raised uh, by the companies, by the industry, to see this happening with this line uh, of 737s. You know, uh, good morning, and absolutely not. Um, we are absolutely not surprised, and we actually have been expecting far worse. So this is actually in many ways an um, awesome wake-up call because it could have been so much more tragic. There's so many other issues that the planes have that we've been monitoring for a while now. So, yeah, I wasn't surprised at all, and, and maybe that's the most shocking part is you know, some of us who have been watching this have been, you know, reporting on many, many production quality defects. They've had over 20 serious production quality defects just in, since the plane rolled out, um, you know, went back into service, I said. So this is a very concerning, um, yeah. Were, were the specific issues, when you talk about the issues that you have, have seen and concerns that you have raised, were the issues that appear to have happened in this case issues that you had raised, seen, or been aware of before uh, this happened? Yes, I mean, this, you know, when you talk about loose bolts on an airplane, that's obviously not a good thing. We had um, many, many problems with when we put a plane through the assembly line. There's a lot of people that are working on that plane, and those employees are rushed if they're fatigued, if they don't have proper quality control. Those kinds of things can can occur. And as you've seen, it's you know when it happens on one plane, there's a very good chance it's happening on other other planes. So. We have seen um, issues in electronic and electrical issues in, involving the airplanes in, in service. And, you know, we've had improper electrical bonding and grounding in the factory. We've seen issues with um, gaps and shimming issues. Um, these, are, these are very important um, uh, uh, quality type uh, measures that we have to take advantage of. And what's happening is there's this, this urge to get these airplanes out the door. So employees are, you know, all the variables that were in place, I guess what I'm saying, all the variables that were in place in 2018, 2019, before those crashes are, are still there and they're rearing their ugly head again. And we've seen this in safety reports. Um, we've seen this in just um, a whole bunch of situations. So it's very discouraging. You know, and, and you raise these issues uh publicly in your testimony to Congress. We reached out to, to Boeing uh, about this. 
they responded, as operators conduct the required inspections, we are staying in close contact with them and will help address any and all findings. We are committed to ensuring every Boeing airplane meets design specifications and the highest safety and quality standards. We regret the impact this has had on our customers and their passengers. In terms of the path forward here, do you feel like investigators will have access, time, bandwidth to get all the information they need and to take action if it's necessary? You know, those words that you just read there, um, those are typical, you know, the kind of typical safety statements that you hear from the Boeing company. And unfortunately, you know, the proof is in the pudding. So um, we had a United flight just within a, like a month or so ago that had uh, 37,000 feet. They lost an engine. They had an engine failure. That plane had 40 hours on it. You know, we had a Southwest Airlines plane that took off out of Phoenix earlier in the year or last year, and that plane lost electrical power. As soon as it took off, that plane was delivered the night before by Boeing. So, you know, there's a lot of, you know, nice safety st statements that can be made. But when it gets down to it, if you have employees that are pressured to get their jobs done and you have uh, issues, I mean, the company removed quality control inspections, if you can believe that. The company has been removing quality control inspections, which have been around for many years to ensure safety. So, you know, this is just a pattern here that we've seen. They had engineering exemptions. We just found this out recently that just in the last few months, we've had the company request um, special uh, exemptions from flight-related safety systems, including engine anti-icing system, the um, stall management yaw dampener, uh, flaps, slats unit. So we have seen, here we have after you know two fatal crashes, 346 people died, $20 billion loss to the company, criminal conduct, and the company is requesting special treatment right now to comply with uh, legally required engineering design standards. It's, it's just astonishing what's happening. So I, I'm sorry, I just don't have a lot of confidence right now in the leadership at the Boeing company. Well, you certainly have a history of raising these concerns uh, over the course of the last several uh, years. We'll keep in touch with Boeing as well. If they want to have anybody on the show, we'd love to talk to them. Ed Pearson, we appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you.